Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah. Oh, man. Here we are. We're back again. Thanks for coming back after Buzzers for another Star Wars Rebels after show. If you haven't already done so, we need you to subscribe because we got another episode after this and it's going to be good. Join this the episode, Rebel Alliance. Subscribe to After Buzz. This episode was amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this, this last one, this one, and next week. Oh, my God. The teaser that you were sending out earlier, Megan. Oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> And that's why you got to follow us and subscribe to us because we're constantly sending out any updates that we know, we find, that we see. Uh, you can subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud. You can uh, follow me on Twitter, at Dylan Chance. You can follow my lovely co-hosts over here. Why don't you tell them where they can follow you guys? Uh, I'm Megan. You can follow me on Twitter at The Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm Katie Cullen. You can follow me on Twitter at Kiaje. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. And if you want to join in the conversation, if you're watching live on AfterBuzzTV.com, our hashtag is ABTVRevels. Tweet us live while we're watching. Tweet us afterwards, and we will get back to you. Yes, please. Leave us any ideas, comments, whatever thoughts you have. Fan Keep art, too. Fan yeah. art is great. Oh, cool. Yeah, we, we try to reply to, you know, as much as we can when we see it. You know, we all have to have day jobs here, so. <laughs> Keep circulating Sometimes the tapes. it gets busy, but we try, we try. Uh, but, okay, so guys, what'd you guys think about episode 12, Rebel Resolve? This is where I would make dying whale noises, but I think that would blow out the audio levels. Please don't do that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No dying whale noises tonight, please. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> Too bad. Megan? <laughs> I really thought it was a great follow-up um, yes. to, to what we had because there was so much dread after the last episode. And this it flowed together perfectly with that, especially just that opening mm-hmm. of the, with the credits um, where we actually see the Star Wars Rebels logos and there's no music. No music, just, quick. It's like, mm, boom. It tells you it's like that normal triumph. It's yeah. like, no, 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 this is not a triumphant time. We this don't have time serious. for that. We got to <laughs> get to business. <laughs> yeah, and it's great setup for stuff that I'm sure is going to happen later. Yeah. Um, we can talk about that later, but great setup. It was a great part two in what is a three-part story. Yeah, it's going to be good. Tarkin was back. We got a little little extra Tarkin there. Yeah, and they didn't skip out on being dark. No. My gosh, you know, for kids. <laughs> <laughs> At least no one got decapitated this time around. This time. Yeah, that's true. That was, we have yet to go back up to that level, but I'm sure we No decapitations, we will. only torture. Ooh. Not bad. Uh, Better step up? <laughs> okay, well, they didn't show the needle going in, so I'll give them that. Well, we don't want we don't want to know where that needle yeah. goes in. There was a lot it's of long. steam coming up. <laughs> uh, we'll get to the torture scene. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about it. All right. So, first off, uh, we come back last episode. Kanan sacrificed himself so the rebels, our other rebel friends, could get away. Um, and Tarkin took him in. They blew up a communications tower so that 
they could make sure they're not broadcasting anything off world. But Ezra and the crew just had like just got a message off, so they got you know just got it off, and then it. So they were a little too late with destroying the tower because they got their message through. But they can't. I guess they can't broadcast anything else. But yeah. they still. I mean, you got the first ones pretty good, <laughs> you know. So anyway, so we pick back off on that story. And we have, this is kind of a fun scene at the very beginning. We have Ezra and Sabine <laughs> and um, Zeb and Chopper. Um, pretty much everyone but Hera because she's obviously flying around waiting for them to come call her to the rescue like always. And they hijack a walker, which is awesome. Those uh, are always fun. Uh, the ATSTs. Yes. And they start just causing chaos through the streets. And uh, Chopper is actually trying to get in there and find out where Kanan is. And then we come to find out that because they blew up that mass communications tower, that there is no, like, network, and they're having to uh, find other ways to send their signals uh, around, but but he can't do it from the machine. So they at a loss. Their idea of stealing this, getting the message, and or getting the communications report or whatever they were looking for, is gone. So now they're like, ah, what do we do? They basically <laughs> blew up their router. So yeah. they have to connect with Ethernet cables if they want to get in anywhere. Right. Exactly. Or uh, carry everything over on USB drives. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's Got to get an external. Right. Yeah. But I can I just say I really liked how well done this scene was because it gave us a lot of comedic relief that was, again, much needed mm-hmm. after oh, last yeah. week. But it wasn't kind of gimmicky. Like, it was still, this whole scene served a point and pushed the plot forward. And all of the characters, I think most importantly, were still deadly serious about what they were doing. Right. Even Chopper showed a little more seriousness than he usually does. Because when they were about to, like, explode, he was still trying to figure something out. Even though, like, they knew it wasn't working. Chopper stayed behind, was like, ah, because he really wants to save Kane, and, and Zeb had to go back for him. Well, and this is one of Chopper's only roles in the team. Yeah. Plug in, do the thing. Right. And he was not able to do the thing. It's like, I want to help. Yeah. I'm trying to help. Guys? It, it, you know, it's just different, though, because usually Chopper's kind of like, eh, I don't care, whatever. Oh, it doesn't work? Whatever. Drives Chopper away. wants you to but, get off his lawn. Yeah. Yeah, he's the grumpy old man that's like, I gotta do what? Ugh, okay. <sighs> but, yeah, it's so it's so different to see him genuinely Care. caring yeah. about, about, especially because, you know, he almost shut the door on Kanan a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> get in and there. So, so it, it really, it's kind of moving to actually see him care that much. Yeah. Yeah, he he loves him. <laughs> He's um, like, you kids, get off my lawn. No, wait, come back. No, I didn't mean I it. I didn't really want you to go. Don't you want your Frisbee back? I so, still have it. <laughs> Hera picks him up. They go back. They're all on the ship trying to figure out what to do. And Hera has a little meeting with Fulcrum. We get to see Fulcrum there. So, what are you guys? What are you guys thinking about Fulcrum? Because there was all kinds of crazy speculation going on on the internet this week about Fulcrum. Because we thought we would find out a little bit more about Fulcrum, which we did not. Um, all we saw was a hooded hologram figure. You were expecting this episode to contain answers. Just <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Really Fulcrum frustrating. Is. Yeah. But um, but I remember you sent out a tweet yeah. that you you were worried that this kind of debunks your Ahsoka theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I forgot that there was an episode on the Clone Wars where Ahsoka actually, through like some crazy force vision that she has, 
sees herself in the future. I think it's a force vision. Maybe she's on some kind of drugs. I don't know. Either way. Uh, <laughs> Six of one, half a dozen uh, of the other. Yeah, you know, whatever. But she sees like a future version of herself and actually talks to a future version of herself. So you kind of get to see what an adult Ahsoka would look like. And uh, Ahsoka's race, she is a uh, a Torgruda, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> Neither of us are about and, to correct um, you. She's a Torgruda. And Torgruda have Liku like Twi'lek. But they also have the little horn-esque things that come mm-hmm. up from their Liku, and those are called Montraws. Um, so, obviously, if she put a hood on, and in the Clone Wars, many times she wears a hood, you see the little pokey thing coming up, because how are you going to hide that? Um, Fulcrum does not have those. No. Who's to say that we don't have multiple people that all go as Fulcrum? Right. Who's to say that there that's, aren't half a dozen Fulcrums that's true. and she's speaking through them all? That's true. That just means that... It's not her on the thing, and they didn't right. want to give it away yeah, in sure. season one. It wouldn't be the first time the Star Wars franchise has had one character, and everybody's like, yeah, that's that's the character, all right. And yeah. then it turns out the other Lol character JK. Was, <laughs> yeah, the other character was actually hiding in plain sight. Right. I, I said the same thing. I was talking to some of my friends at work, and um, I said the same, same thing. It could just be someone standing in, speaking the message. It could be someone pulling a... Um, uh, Padme from That's what episode I was talking one, about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, where they switched out. Body doubles. Body doubles, right. So you never know. It could still be. And, yeah, and what I worry about, though, and, and I hope this isn't the case, is I worry that Fulcrum is just going to be like the senator, where it's like all just kind of a long con. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like Fulcrum's like, actually a bad guy. Oh, I saw. I feel like they wouldn't pull that twice. In a series, or at least twice so close together. I saw some people speculating that, I think, uh, what they were trying to say is, what if Fulcrum was Barris Ophi? And Barris Ophi was a Jedi Padawan in the Clone Wars. She was actually, like, best friends with Ahsoka. Um, and That would make sense if they were working together. You know, and we do have confirmation that we're going to get Ahsoka in Season 2. Her master was Jedi Master... Uh, Luminara Unduli. Remember her? Uh, hold on, hold yeah. on. Let me adjust my collar uncomfortably. So we Super dead. We saw her. Uh, kinda. Kinda. Uh, but how great yikes. would it be then if her Padawan comes back and goes, Revenge! You know, well, but here's the thing. Uh, and spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched the Clone Wars, but I feel like your time has passed. Like um, me? <laughs> <laughs> um... Barris Ophi was Padawan of Luminar, um, but towards the end of the Clone Wars series, I think it's season five-ish, she kind of goes rogue, and she starts doing bad stuff, and she even, like, bombs the Jedi Temple, because she, and she cl- killed some clone troopers while she did it, and the whole idea was she was saying that the Jedi Temple was, the Jedis were actually turning bad, and that they were, um, there was a lot of dark side in there, and she was trying to get the attention of the Republic on the Jedi temples. Uh, so she kind of had this kind of like rogue mentality. She was being bad, but she said it was for a good cause. But she threw Ahsoka under the bus. And Ahsoka, Tarkin was in those episodes. And Tarkin almost, or like he was trying to get Ahsoka thrown in jail. Uh, and Or, or murdered, or like uh, executed. And Anakin actually had to figure all this out. And he basically brought Barris Ophi to the, like, right, like, I mean, they were about to sentence uh, Ahsoka to death, and, like, Barris Ophi came running in, and Anakin's like, she did it. Um, <laughs> and, and saved her, but 
Ahsoka had already been kicked out of the Jedi Order at this point because they were like, oh, we don't want anything to do with you. Uh, and Ahsoka never came back. That's the last time we see Ahsoka. She was like, no, you guys didn't trust me. You didn't believe me. You kicked me out. I'm so gone. So do we, do we know what happened to this So we person? don't know what happened to Ahsoka, right? She's gone. We also don't know what happened to her. They took her away in handcuffs and brought her into the back. But who knows? Maybe they turned her into a, um, Inquisitor. Maybe they had other Inquisitors and... Or maybe she escaped and in some, you know, because the world is so different now, is maybe trying to trying make to up come back. for... So, you know, we never know. There's a lot of random little characters that are in the background that could always pop up at any moment. That's all. I, I went off there on a little bit, but that's <laughs> all we're trying to talk about. I to say this because I usually do. Maybe she's dead. Yeah, she, I, you know, she could, they could have just brought her into the back room and killed her. Who knows? Uh, Tarkin probably would do that. Yeah, um, and it could or, be that Fulcrum is an entirely new character. I would like to believe it's a familiar face, but yeah, we yeah, never know. It's true. It's true. All right, so enough about Fulcrum. Let's continue on. Uh, Ezra wants to keep looking for Kanan, obviously, but Fulcrum told Hera, like, look, you got to give up, give it up, because you got to keep Ezra safe. You got to keep you guys safe. Uh, Kanan would have wanted it this way, basically, you know, his sacrifice. Yeah, you got to do it, blah, blah, blah. So, Harris, yeah, she's saying this to the crew, but obviously the crew's not going to have this, especially Ezra. He's not going to let his master just go down without a fight. And what's the big deal with keeping Ezra alive? Fulcrum made it very, very clear that we have to keep Ezra alive, that he's special in some way that isn't just he's our protagonist for the series. I think it's because he's a young, uh, very, like, malleable Jedi. Like, he could train to become very powerful. They could still mold him. They, you're, exactly. Like, Kanan's kind of pushing it. He's getting older. <laughs> he might not be able to also learn. also set in his ways. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, but Ezra's young. He's still very impressionable. And obviously, he's very talented with the Force. Like, he picks up quickly. So, maybe that's it. Like, we need him. I mean, maybe Fulcrum knows about Obi-Wan or Yoda or something. We don't know. That's true. That's entirely possible. And just the idea that there, you know, there is a young Jedi. I mean, that was kind of a big deal with Luke, too. It's, you know, the, just the potential that comes with that. There's right. this glimmer of hope. Right. Um, so, okay. So, obviously, Ezra's like, I, I knew when he runs off, you're like, obviously, okay, he's going to go do something on the side here. And I like it. Chopper comes in, and Chopper's sad. And he has to, like, Ezra has to hug him, and it's like, well, why we see a sad Chopper? I thought that was really sweet, the whole, I miss him, too. Yeah. I don't get to be the one to kill him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> you just figured it out. He's yeah, just sad because he didn't get to kill him. Oh, my God. This is sick, you guys. All this time, we were thinking character development. Like, Chopper's actually more well-rounded than we thought. Nope. And, no. no, he's just sad that someone else crossed a name off his list. (laughs) Nobody kills Kanan but me. (laughs) But me. That's my job. (laughs) Chopper is sick. Um, Hashtag homicidal chopper. I think uh, somebody tweeted us earlier this week with like a hashtag WTF chopper. Yeah, I like that. Uh, So they form a little plan together. And then the next thing you know, like Sabine's in on it. When did that happen? Off screen. Yeah. We keep seeing we a lot of things off screen. We only have 22 minutes. But listen, hear me out. We keep seeing a lot of things <laughs> happening off screen between Ezra and Sabine. And they the first half of this series I don't think them, I like what you're implying. It's a kid's show. They have to keep it off screen. Well, I mean, this is what I'm implying. <laughs> he's 11. Is he 11? He's no, 15. he's like 14. He's like 14. 14, he's 15. He's tiny. Well, <laughs> he's good. <laughs> Anyways, 
I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> stop. <Wow. laughs> well, stop. Anyway, moving on. Say, if there's anything actually important that will happen with them, it will happen on screen. I don't think we need every little conversation that they've had to establish that, yes, things are going on. Yes, they're becoming better friends. Because we didn't have to have every conversation he's had with Zeb either. Yeah, but we got a we whole bonding had, uh, episode with Zeb. We had, That's because they hate we each other. Had <laughs> I want to see a bonding episode with Sabine. I don't think we need it. Mm. Not at this point. Fine. Well, yeah, obviously. I would love yeah. to see another Hera and Sabine episode. Yeah. That was fun. That was a fun episode. So, yeah, Dylan, sorry to sink your ship, but <laughs> we don't need the airtime for it. Maybe yeah. a Hezra episode? On a- <laughs> What? <laughs> Remember, I, I accidentally shipped no. them on top. <laughs> <laughs> that, Ew. Was really, that was really funny, actually. Ew. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean like that. Just as like a mother-son type relationship. No, you don't give it a ship name unless it's an actual ship name. Oh, okay. I don't know all the rules to that. <laughs> <laughs> You're learning. Don't do that. <laughs> um, all right. So right after this, we get a little cane and torture. Always oh, fun. Oh, jeez. To just, just the sprinkled on top. Just uh, and and they released a screen cap of it earlier before the episode aired. But like every time they cut back to these guys, I was waiting for it. And then sure enough, there was that you know that there's the robot big old <laughs> injection machine from the first one. Yep, because that freaked me out when I was a kid watching the, the first one. Droid. If we ever wanted Chopper to kill a droid, it would be that one. Ooh, I'd like to see Chopper fight an interrogation droid. It just has a needle. It doesn't do self-defense. It just stabs them. Steer clear of that. Needles are dangerous. It also shocks. To Chopper? (laughs) Well, Chopper could shock it back, I guess. And spin like crazy. (laughs) It's pretty good. Um, Yeah, but those, like, float. You could just float away. He can reach. He has jets. (laughs) Yeah, he's jets. He can fly. So, all right. So, we we see a little... (laughs) Are we having a robot battle now? Yeah. Uh, well, th- isn't that show coming back? Yeah, uh, it is. It's going to so, be great. That's true. That's true. Um, all right. So I think Callus was trying to torture him a little bit with the droid, but nothing was happening because he's a Jedi and he's trained to resist that kind of stuff. So obviously calling the big guns and the Inquisitor comes in and he does some force torture. Uh, but even that didn't work. Kanan's pretty strong. Um, but, you know, as we know, he doesn't even know anything. Even yeah. Hera said this a little bit earlier, like, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> She's the brains of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> he, no. He it's like, just, that's no. cute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you it. think Team Dad is holding the cards. Yeah. That's adorable. But I, I do got to say, I even though it's hard to watch a character getting tortured and everything like that, I and I keep coming back to this, but I'm just really impressed with the way they present the villains in this series. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, you know, at... At this kind of, if it was a different kind of show, I feel like Tarkin would be twirling a mustache right now and going, Mwahaha, we've captured you. And you don't get that. Right. You really feel the dread of this situation, but nobody has to gloat about it. Right. It's like, oh, this is actual serious business. Two guys got beheaded last episode. This, uh, yeah. this could go badly. It could. We, I, and by the way, they're teasing it. It, it feels like someone's going to die. Um, Maybe not, but it kind of feels like they're setting it up for like something big to happen. It seems like that, boy, I would be so amused with, if they killed the main character. <laughs> Just that would be boom. terrible. <laughs> Continue on with your series now. Now I gotta I gotta say I don't think that they'll kill any of our our main heroes. Yeah, but the way they're they're setting things up just tonally, I you know, 
you it is all kind of all bets off. Yeah. You know, you really shouldn't bank on everybody getting out of the series alive. I think season one were okay. I've yeah. been saying but, that from the beginning. I know. Well, obviously. <laughs> just, they're all gonna die. Whatever. But you're a pessimist. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. I just don't believe in prequels. I'm a Kingdom Hearts fan. Hey. You can't believe hey. in prequels when you're a Kingdom Hearts fan. Anakin made it through all the prequels. <laughs> okay, yeah. So did Obi-Wan. That's because they were actually in the movies. We all had right, this crew right, of people right. who never showed Fair up. Fair enough, I know. And that's also what's bothering me about Ezra being so special. Is because it's we have someone else who's, you know, super special and off in this corner and he's very important. It's like, well, mm-hmm. obviously he has literally nothing to do with any of the events of the movies, so... Well, you have to also keep in mind that even... Even though it is a, it is a big galaxy, even though we we focus on a certain set of characters in the original trilogy, there is a big galaxy out there, and mm-hmm. they're not the only set of rebels. Right, there are a team, and obviously yeah. the most important because of his relationship with Darth Vader and everything like that. But there are other people out there, and there's a lot of stuff in the movies that happened that wasn't really explained fully. Like, uh, where did Leia get the plans for the Death Star? Uh, that could have been some rebel rebel crew. That could have been our rebel crew. We don't know. And they could have died off in the background and no one ever knew about it. Uh, I finally got you to say it. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, they might die. I mean, obviously, there's a point where we get there that had they still been around, they would have been introduced, I think. Yeah. Like, by, the, by Return of the Jedi, when they're all coming together to fight the Death Star for the second time. Well, and, and again, with the fact that kind of a a hard reset not reset but kind of a a line with continuity has yeah. been drawn there is all sorts of potential for where these characters could pop up down the road mm-hmm. right they could pop up we could see them uh, but they also could just all die so we'll that's see that's entirely possible <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway anyways we we keep going Ezra's idea is to go to Visago which we all remember Fizago, right? That guy. <laughs> that guy. That guy. He's actually really funny. I like him. Uh, he's kind of a funny mercenary, you know? Uh, he's making jokes. Uh, he I was very happy with the deal-making scene. <laughs> Just dunk. <laughs> no! I bow, then you bow, then we have a deal. Yeah, that was... That, <laughs> that was, was wonderful. That was funny. Cultural differences. First, yes. first he laughs at Ezra when he tells him that they're Jedi, and then he picks a box and scares him. And yeah, the, the it's like I will drop this box on you. Swear to goodness, I'll Ezra do it. basically says, "You help me, I'll give you an IOU for anything." That's and, a pretty big and IOU. That is an, and that is and fails at negotiations. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, that's pretty big for Visago. You know, who knows what he's going to make him do next? Uh, but yeah, that was pretty funny. He bows and he touches his horn, and it's like, <laughs> "What? What are you doing?" <laughs> I feel like it's one of those videos of a cat yeah. where you just see it staring at something and then knocking it off a shelf or something like and that. Then, and then uh, Ezra goes, oh, right, 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 sorry, sorry. And then he bows and he goes, quit it, stop, you're overdoing it. <laughs> he's like bowing all weird. Uh, and then he tells him about the droid carriers that bring up the uh, information to the shuttle, to the main fleet or whatever. So that's, they get it. Okay, now They're rocket-powered USB disks. Right. This is how we get the information. We're going to have to paint Chopper like an Imperial droid and have him uh, stand in place of another one. So, so they kidnap one. <laughs> yeah. So they kidnap He's a so droid. cute. And this is pretty good, too, because when they hop down to take out these troopers that are escorting the droid, 
I love this because Sabine hops down and she goes, behind you now. Like, we're going to fall for that. <laughs> Zeb just smashes <laughs> their heads in. I mean, that's, that's not a bad idea. Because if they look, then they'll be staring Smash their at, head in. Yeah, yeah, they'll be staring Either at way, Zeb as he's And she'll <laughs> shoot them. <laughs> yeah, if, if they tried anything, she'd shoot them. But also at the same time, no matter what they did, they were getting their heads smashed yeah. in. <laughs> Have you noticed that every stormtrooper is Steve Blum? Pretty much. Every single stormtrooper <laughs> is. Just, All right, well. Like, okay. It that's makes, why voice Zeb, modulators. That's why Zeb doesn't like him. It makes me wonder. <laughs> <laughs> While we have you in studio, can we have you read for every stormtrooper ever? Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> why um, not? So, where where are they going now? Uh, Chopper goes up to the ship, right? I love how nonchalant the stormtroopers are, too. They're like, where's the escort? Meh. No. Yeah, eh, <laughs> whatever. We don't have time for this. Let's just go. Uh, oh, but it was just Steve Blum. <laughs> before that, we had another Kanan, uh, like torture kind of scene where they were zapping him, and Tarkin talks about moving him to another location, well, uh, a location that never fails. Well, and Kanan was doing the um, hallucination slash force vision thing earlier when the Inquisitor was torturing yep. him, going, "No, not right now, not whatever." <laughs> yes, tell me your secrets. I see. I see you getting very frustrated. Yeah. It's like, oh. That was funny. That and was beautiful, but it is going to cost you. Yeah, I like the Inquisitor's response. He goes, uh, perhaps you can help me with that. And then, like, <laughs> towards the boy, it's like, ouch. That was well, good. <laughs> good banter. Good, yeah. Good banter good we job. have here. Good job. Way to be, everyone. Let's, uh, so let's actually, take a break for tea. So, this scene was, like, this whole little sequence here was the coolest scene I've seen in a long time. Um. Uh, Probably on any, like, sci-fi show. It reminds me of a scene from Battlestar Galactica. Uh, it was one of the coolest, like, aerial maneuver scenes that I had ever seen. Uh, but this one was really awesome. Chopper goes into the ship, and he's plugging in, and they think he's just a malfunctioning droid because he's, like, stealing the data. And, <laughs> hey, you're not Taking allowed to do that. He's like, and he starts spinning his thing around on his head and sending the signal to Hera. Um, and this was awesome. He opens, like, he makes his way through the ship for a second while she's blasting and, and causing a distraction. And he opens the door and he kills four stormtroopers, <laughs> by the way. He blows Jeez. a hatch out and yeah. it sucks four stormtroopers out into the void. Yeah, so. And then he flies out afterwards, like, wee. Add that to Chopper's kill count. Take uh, a shot what every are we time he murders someone, <laughs> implicit or not. Uh, Chopper has killed more people than anyone else in this series. <laughs> He's killed more people than the Inquisitor. Proud. That we've seen. That well, we've that seen. We've seen. We, don't, we don't actually know the Inquisitor's head count, so to speak. But, uh, hey! <laughs> we know that it, but on screen deaths, we know that people do tend to people. lose their heads when he shows up. Uh, uh, I didn't hey! mean for this to happen. I apologize. Oh, come on. <laughs> I stuck my neck out for that one. Uh, oh! <laughs> anyway, moving on. This is, turning, this is turning into the Austin Powers scene. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way, not a good time to lose one's head. It'll yeah. never be the head of a major corporation. That's not a way to get a head in life. <laughs> Uh, yes, that scene. Uh, I do. Heading away scene. from that. <laughs> so, anyways, Chopper's a crazy maniac, and he just kills at no mercy. It was a really cool, just it was cool. choreographed <laughs> scene, oh, just yeah. the way Fly he's out. spinning as the ship is spinning. That's too. what I'm talking about. She goes, all right, Chopper, now, and he shoots off like a, you know, with his rocket, like a jet, and he's spinning. And she comes, and she has to spin to match his It's like Interstellar. It was like Interstellar. <laughs> it was like 2001 A Space Odyssey. It was a synchronized space spin. It was awesome. <laughs> it was, they've done this before, and they have done it often. Uh, it was 
it. And it was badass. <laughs> I'll say it. It was badass. But also um, practiced. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe. Or I'm not saying not. that. I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I'm saying that obviously they've been working together for quite a while and they have perfected this. You don't know. That could have been the first time. It, it could have just been hardcore. It would. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me either way. Yeah, I mean, Hera is an awesome True. pilot, and Chopper is a droid, so he knows how to sync things up and spin just right, shoot his rocket in the right trajectory. So you know, who knows? But yeah, this feels like the kind <laughs> of space epic that yeah. we should be getting yeah. from. And Star then, like Wars. right when he gets in. He grabs on and she dives into the atmosphere, and that's this—that's the part that reminded me of this one scene from Battlestar Galactica. If anyone ever watched it, you know what I'm talking about. It's when they—they they had to jump into the atmosphere and fall and let all the ships out so that they could avoid the Cylon ships orbiting the planet. And they jumped into the atmosphere of the planet, so they were just falling straight down. And all the Vipers were taking off the ship, and then as soon as they all got off right before they were about to hit the ground, they jumped back out into some <laughs> random place. Oh, it was awesome. So, like, ODSTs without the impact. Mm, it's different because it was all ships. You'd have to watch it to see. I'll find the clip and send it to you. <laughs> it's really good. Um, anyways, so now... They're back on the ship. Oh, in the meantime, by the way, we forgot to discuss this. The little Imperial droid that they kidnapped. I loved him. He was such <laughs> he was a cute. He was such a nice little droid. He he was like scared, but he was helpful. They were like Sabini was like, "Don't worry, little guy. We're not gonna hurt you." And I'm like, "Why are you talking to an Imperial <laughs> droid like that? Like, why didn't they just like bash him over the head and <laughs> whatever?" But like, they didn't need to keep him. They yeah. could have just destroyed it, right? Um, but Sabine was nice to him, and then uh. Zeb was kind of wow, was scary, but then he helps him. He's like, "Oh, hey, that was I nice. like oh, this yeah. guy. I like, like him more we than Jackson." And then Chopper, Chopper goes, so, so, "Nope." So when Chopper gets back on board and he sees this little droid, they talk to each other. I don't know what they said, but then Zeb, Zeb was like, "We should keep this little guy." And Sabine's like, "Yeah, we should." And they shut to close the door. And Chopper just freaks out <laughs> and tries to commit. Uh, robocide? Robocide. Yeah, and pushes him just straight down out of the ship. Like, he just tries to murder him because Chopper's a psychopath. I do love just the the moment that came immediately after, just the expressions on Zeb and Ezra's face, and then just, like, yeah, no, we should have anticipated that. They both made this, uh, like, (gasps) and they even tried to grab, like, to save him. And then, like, after, like, watching him fall, both of their faces just sank back down and they went, well, I should have seen that coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why thing. we were expecting anything different. One, it's like Garfield and Nermal. <laughs> Two, they either should have kept that droid or completely destroyed it because we see it survive the fall yeah. and it knows what they look like and it knows well, the interior all, they, of their ship. They all know what they look like anyways. And they all know what the outside of their ship is. So I bet they interior. could say, Yeah, but it's a specific class of a ship, so they could just probably like look it up in a... The I droid still, still knows too much. I still feel uh, he like... He doesn't know much. He didn't, I feel like, like this is Chekhov's droid. Nah, he didn't get in the system. You know, he never true. plugged in, so he doesn't know details. That's true, but at the same time, I feel like if there was no... I feel like if there was a point to showing him alive... Maybe maybe that was just for the benefit of the kids. Like, we killed two people last episode. Don't worry, we didn't kill the cute little droid. Um, but I feel like just from a story structure point, it would, like, if there was a point in showing the droid survive, I feel like that's going to come up later. It's Chekhov's droid. Uh, he landed next to two loft cats, and those those things and like to tear droids very- apart. So. But 
If they were going to, they would have shown that and cut away from it. But the implication is that the droid is fine, and again, you don't show that unless it's going to come back. Do Watch not fear. series finale. That droid comes back for revenge. <laughs> hey, I'll take that bet. Okay. You're buying me dinner if that droid shows up. Dinner? Wow, that's a big bet. I don't know. How about a drink? Okay. Okay. So, buying me drinks if the droid shows up. Buy her water. <laughs> One bottle Actual of water. Actual alcohol involved. Jeez. This is getting pricey. I think that's more expensive than dinner. <laughs> well, um, what's your idea of dinner? McDonald's? Yeah, probably. I'll take it to Taco Bell. Ooh. That sounds good. Well, you got her intrigued, but no. Anyway, no. Anyway, right. back Actual to the show. drinks. Yes, let's, okay, let's go here. back to this. So, we, uh, <laughs> we're continuing down He's the line gonna here. He's not going to do it. <laughs> He's not going to do it. Are you a man of your word? Ah, uh, fine. We're not going to see that stupid droid. We are totally going to see that stupid droid. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a gentleman's anyway, agreement. Megan, you're our bet commissioner. Moving on. Kanan's going to Mustafar, guys. He's going to the Mustafar yeah, system. To meet the Mustafarbarians? Yeah. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> to die. Uh, we, that's what we find out. That's what the information Chopper Steel says, that they're moving the ship to the Mustafar system. And that's where earlier Tarkin said, I'm going to move him to another location that never fails, the Mustafar system. And he, she asks Harris, oh, I never heard of the Mustafar system. What's it say? And uh, Harris says, oh, well, I've only heard of it once from Kanan. Uh, it's where Jedi go to die. I would love to know the context of that conversation. Yeah. How did that come up? And was that something mentioned in the book by any chance? No. And also, um, I'm confused by this because what Jedi have gone to die there? Unless that's a new place that the Inquisitor and them take people my, that we don't know my about. My guess is that it's either an ancient place where, like, no, old no. Jedi go to just well, you live know their where, retirement you know where years. It's, at, what, right? it's you know like an Mustafar elephant is. graveyard for Jedi. <laughs> no, no. Mustafar is the planet that Obi-Wan and Anakin fight on in Episode 3. The lava planet with the oh. te- Technodroid Union or whatever, and he goes with the... Tre- so it's the name of the planet and the star system? It's the system, and there's a planet in the system. Yeah, the system's named after the planet. It's like New York, New York. (laughs) (laughs) See, my first thought was Vegeta and Vegeta, but I suppose yours makes a little more sense. I'm pretty sure Alderaan is in the Alderaan system, too. So this is it's not an uncommon thing. Because that is not at all confusing. Well, you know, if, if you only have one major planet in a system, why not name it after that? planet there you go um and, and our major so, planet is a, a hellish but, landscape of death but yes. the other option is that this is a place that the empire has essentially made an execution ground it, and it could be um the thing is we've never seen a jedi die there uh we saw anakin get we all this limbs chopped off and burning lava fire. but you know <laughs> well, not technically die and there's also the phrasing of that because we got it's where jedi go to die we didn't get that's a prison system. We didn't get that's where the Empire, Takes that's people. their executioning ground. We get it's where Jedi go to die. Yeah, and it's weird because all the Jedi we've seen die have died all over the galaxy. Um, not necessarily voluntarily. Well, no, I'm saying it's not an elephant graveyard type of thing. It's a this is where people kill Jedi. But I'm like I'm saying, Jedi have gotten killed all over the galaxy. It doesn't matter where so they're So what at. is so special so what, about this place that it's marked specifically as the place Jedi right. go to so die? All I can think of is ever since after the Clone Wars, they've been rounding up Jedi and they take them there and torture them and then kill them. Uh, That's I don't know why they don't just do that on their ships. Maybe 
maybe Darth Vader has a crazy thing for it because that's where he oh. turned into Darth Vader, basically. It or might. it could be where they dispose of the bodies. It might. I mean, there's lava. Yeah. You just throw them in. Sure. I mean, you have all of space. Just dump a body. I, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it could be that the idea is to keep them around and then get as much information out of them as possible. And then when you're like, okay, I don't need you anymore. You just yeah, awesome. and it's like super empire controlled space out there. So maybe that's like the the safest place they can bring uh, a Jedi to make sure they don't ever. It's kind of like the um, uh, Alcatraz of Jedi yeah. prisons. It might just be, <laughs> except out. instead of water, it's in lava. Exactly. Yay. It might just be a shock and awe thing too. Like uh, you know, it's obviously a terrible place, but something meant more to inspire fear right. in their enemies than it is to actually function as an execution ground. They hang them outside on a pole, uh, melting into lava. Look Ooh. at this beautiful landscape. You're going to die here. Every time you don't answer one of our questions, you're going to put one of your toes in lava. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that way. <laughs> well, and that way, if you are interrogating a Jedi, it's answer our questions or, or we'll send you there. To Mustafar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I wasn't to sure if I'd be Mustafa able to meet the Mustafar Well, anyway, so that's Mustafar. So I guess we're going to go to Mustafar next time. And now let's talk about the teaser and some other things. Ooh, so we got our time. spoiler alert slash prediction time. Woo! Prediction time. I have a light show. I don't, it's coming from the floor. <laughs> yeah. That's what the new floor is for. I know. I'm so happy. So, I showed uh, Katie the teaser right before we came in. You sent it out today. I watched it. Isn't it great? Woo! <laughs> Hello! Oh, yeah. I am excited. It's got everything. Flying spaceships and lightsaber fights. Epic indoor, uh, like, space system battles like we've seen in episode one. It looked like uh, Duel of the Fates. People uh, falling off of high things. Yeah, it looked well, like... that happens all the time. It looked like when they were fighting Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked like a that lot scene. Like that. I mean, you got a, a mean, evil-looking, sharp-toothed guy a with a double-bladed lightsaber. Why do you, so many of these ships have high places to you fall have a, off? You of? have a master and an apprentice, <laughs> <laughs> and one of them takes a dive, just like Obi Wan did. Obi Wan fell off the side and had to climb back up, and then got left behind for a little bit. Yeah, this is this is starting to sound a little too familiar. Uh-huh. Oh uh-huh. no. Yep. Parallelism. Ah, yes. Uh, so we see that there's going to be an epic fight bet- between the Inquisitor, Kanan, and Ezra, which is awesome. Um, we see some TIE fighter battles. Um, oh, someone the was breaking down. TIE fighter. Did you it's see that? It's a TIE dyed fighter. <laughs> the stolen TIE fighter from long ago. It's coming back. <laughs> and it's painted. Check and out. you're surprised that I think the droid is going to come back? Well, listen, the TIE Fighter's a big deal. Well, it's a little bit different just having a droid out in the middle of nowhere than oh, to no, have them go, oh yeah, we totally got rid of that shifty eye, shifty eye, shifty yeah, eye. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, I know, I'm just making a point. So it's, yeah. it's totally painted. Um, it's tie-dyed. It's, it is it's, a tie-dyed it's Sabine. fighter. Obviously, so Sabine got a hold it's of been that. It's Sabine. Oh, yeah. uh, it's and a verb now. <laughs> they, they were flying that around, so we get a cool... Painted uh, TIE fighter. We get a Master and Apprentice Jedi Sith fight. And Uh, we get... Uh, Just talking about one screenshot in particular at uh, the very end. It was like... uh, Cue uh, the Imperial March. (laughs) Because, oh my gosh. Guys, Vader in the next episode. Yes, Vader's back again! Yay! Seems like this time he might... 
We haven't. Oh, go ahead. Go I was ahead. gonna say, it seems like this time he might say a little more than last time. Yeah, because you know. the only other time he's been in the series wasn't actually even in the premiere. It was when they re-aired the premiere on ABC. Yeah, exactly. And it was like an extended scene with him and the Inquisitor. It was very brief, but yeah. I mean, it got the point across. So it's gonna be pretty awesome. Can we talk um, about the screen cap you showed me? Which one? Oh, the... Yeah, that one. Yeah, okay. Some, so someone was breaking down the teaser, and they were taking screenshots. And um, it looks like when Ezra falls off, Kanan takes his lightsaber, and Kanan's fighting with two lightsabers. Cool. Versus the Inquisitor with his double-bladed. And, and then... There's a cool shot where it looks like Kanan's like, doing a jab, like a double thrust, and it looks like he hits right in the middle of the Inquisitor's crazy spinny lightsaber. And the very next, the very next frame, it must have only been one frame, because I know they probably didn't want to give this away. And I did say spoiler alert. Uh, his blade just gets broken in half. Oh. So. And he's got this, and he's got this like look, look. on his face like, oh crap. You what just am broke I my do? toy. <laughs> yeah. Well, also like, that might just totally disable his lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe one side still works. Usually that's the Is tape. it bad that I really want Kanan, to, while using both lightsabers, to, like, if he gets stuck at one point, just use the gun and, part and of exactly. the yes. no, I'm sure he it. will at We some need point. to see that. I mean, we haven't got to see the gun go off in a lightsaber situation. It need, You know, like, we've seen it shoot, and then we've seen it lightsaber. We haven't seen it lightsaber shoot. Gun sword. <laughs> gun sword. <laughs> oh. The staple gun of doom. So, next episode, by the way, is called Fire Across the Galaxy. That's a pretty... That's pretty That's good. a pretty cool title yeah. for Also a, kind of a reference to Mustafar. <laughs> also the season finale. Yes. Yeah. Short, short. So oh, yeah, it is season finale, guys. Short. So, next week, uh, be sure to tune in. I don't think it's airing early like most episodes do. I think they said that it should just be next week, uh, next Monday night. I hope so. Because they've been releasing them early, and sometimes I know you guys online are like, oh, have you seen it yet? But we try to wait every week till Monday when it comes out, because we want to make sure we're on with everyone who has to watch it on TV. I completely forgot to get this out of my purse. We're also doing a giveaway. Oh. Because someone managed to get a hold of several of the challenge coins from Star Wars Celebration 4 a few years back. So... We're going to give one of those away to one of you wonderful viewers. And what you need to do to win, follow each of us on Twitter and comment on the YouTube video, this YouTube video, telling us why you like the after show. Okay. I like that. Fair enough, huh? And then what are you going to send them? You send them a... I'm going to send them the the challenge coin. The challenge coin? Yeah. You get a little Celebration uh, 4 challenge coin. That happened in 2007. Vintage. That was the last time that Celebration was in Los Angeles. Um, And it will be back in April. In Anaheim. In Anaheim. And I I just saw today that Mark Hamill's going to be there. Are we surprised? Yeah. Uh, Well, no. But, I mean, it's, (laughs) it's good to know. Just yeah. to make sure. And again, with... Because um, now we have Luke and Leia going to be there. With the movie coming out in yeah. December. It's... Well, they also said they're going to release a, a new teaser there. Yeah. So we're going to yeah. get to see a new teaser. We're gonna see, and all three of us are going. Um, and and so, the Rebels cast will be there. The Rebels cast will be there. So we're going to try and talk to anyone we can, find out anyone we can. And we'll probably post... We'll be posting stuff on our Twitter. I don't know if we'll be able to do something with AfterBuzz because our show will be on hiatus at the time. We still cover it for press. Yeah. Okay. No, we'll we'll yeah. be good. We'll, we'll be, be good. good. We can still okay. So we'll we'll be posting stuff. We'll be, That's why you got to we'll, follow yeah. us. We'll be running yeah. around with our camera and our little little yeah. buzz mics. Right. 
I, I got my own too, so I'm gonna be running around. You guys are running around. Well, we're gonna cover every square we'll, inch of that we, place. We'll do we everything we can. It's it's as far as I know, it's a very small group of us going, so we we might not be able to cover everything, but we will do our best. To cover and it everything is for and it is guys. four days, so I mean, we all have jobs too, so we kind of yeah. <laughs> we kind of have to try like this out. Three days after I get back from Japan, so Woo! it's really a busy fun. week. It's a yeah. great week. So um, anyways, follow us. We're gonna try and make sure we get everything you can also if you know of something that's happening that you want to see or you want us to try and get a picture of or maybe get a video of or something like that let us know because i mean we'll be there we'll know what to look for Um, we will attempt to do the thing Ooh, no guarantee also one more thing another little uh thing a little rumor i read this week is did you guys see kingsman No. no okay well Anyone who saw Kingsman. Uh, Taron, is that is that how you pronounce his name, Marissa? Taron Egerton? I don't know how to say it right. Is that yeah, it? Okay. Yeah, Taron Egerton. He is rumored to maybe be the young Han Solo in the Han Solo spinoff. Interesting, because I know Disney's already got a Han Solo voice that's really good. Voice. Boy, oh, that's right. Herp derp. I was thinking of yeah. something else. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have the full package. <laughs> Which I love the picture that you tweeted out over the weekend like, of Callus at the Oscars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm tying it all together. I'm bringing the Oscars and Rebels all together. That's why you guys gotta follow us. I'm always tweeting fun stuff. They're tweeting fun stuff. It, just, just, just follow. So tell them where to follow you guys. Uh, you can follow me again on Twitter at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxe. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on the Arrow After Show. And all right, guys, one more time. I'm Dylan Chance. You can follow me on Twitter at Dylan Chance. And we will be back next week for the season finale, Fire yes. Across the Galaxy. But until then, may the force be with you. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.